So I, as those know, I have the, the diverticulitis. Again? No, but I've been taking a vitamin that's supposed to prevent it. Okay. And it's very effective. Uh-huh. But the only problem is it makes me fart all the time. Just when you thought you couldn't be more disgusting? Like, I'm out there crop dusting a lot. So I just want to... this like Apologize a to the people? No, I want to give you a warning. Don't stand downwind from me. Don't walk behind me. Oh, we know, honey. Yeah, that's just a heads up. Try not to also share a bed, a bathroom, a house while you're at it. Just try not to be anywhere in the vicinity of you. No, that's you. You took vows. They didn't. So just don't stand behind me. Did you vow to never fart in front of me? No. You should. Welcome, you didactic dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. What, 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 what? But I do think I'm onto something with this post-nuptial vows, because what that means is that you can add good things into your relationship, even if you're far along. You could still be like, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to, in this case, fart less often. You know what? Maybe, maybe I'll hold some of my farts. Maybe if I'm a postpartum woman, I will start to like get a little cuter because I've been a baby mom and now I'm a toddler mom and now I'm going to become more of like a sexy milfy mom. It's like, well, nobody's got time to be sexy and milfy when they've got spit up all over them. But now that I've got a toddler, well, I could put on high heels again. I mean, I did do that yesterday. You loved my dress. Yeah, you look nice. That's all you're going to say? What, what else am I going to say? Well, recap what, what happened yesterday for you when you saw me getting dressed and leaving the house, not just yesterday, but this week in general. You look nice. You look real pro. You look very nice. I look what? Real pro. What's that mean? You're going to work. You look like a pro. You know, you looked really nice. Okay. Well, I mean, I got more in the moment and I'm looking for that, which I got in the moment to be recreated here. Okay, I don't know what you were talking about. You were like, you look really nice in that dress. Which is what I just said. No, no, no. What you said now is different because you were like, yeah, you look nice. You did. You like your nice. voice oh, pitched. Oh, you looked really nice in that dress. Sorry. Like you said it more sincerely oh. when it was in the moment. Oh, okay. You know, and like I stopped and I looked back at you and I was like, oh my God, he really likes me in this dress. You know, and that was a good feeling to have from your husband while you're like minding your own business, getting out the door in a rush. It was hot. My dress, which I got a lot of compliments on, was a winter on top, but it was a mini dress, but it was a winter dress. And it was what, Tommy, yesterday, 95? Yeah, it's been so hot. It's been brutally hot the last week or so. And where I came from, it was ice cold and rainy. So now I'm like, should today be like a vitamin D Sunday, like in the sun? Should I like lay out for 30 minutes under a big hat? Go ahead. I mean, you know how you get vitamin D, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't know, but you can't lay out with your clothes. You actually, your whole corpus needs the sun. Mm. You can just have milk. Milk has vitamin D. No, the sun feels amazing. It's okay. not just taking an artificial hormone. Okay. It's, we're not even supposed to drink cows. Mm, not even you didn't supposed know to that? drink cows? I, well, I enjoy moo cow fuck milk. You're not supposed to. Well, I enjoy it. Well, you continue to fart and enjoy it. Yeah. 
Well, the like I said, the the stuff I'm taking, it works, man. It's cleaning my colon out. Let's just not say I have showroom quality. I do intestines. It's getting there. I've been there in a there. restaurant with you. Uh, you order like the your plane's going down. You order for four people when it's just you. No, it's not. I don't order for four people. It's me, you. And him. There's three right there. Well, I got a salad and burger. Okay. Our son got, what did he get? Mac and cheese. Yes. And I had two orders of children's, of off the children's menu, chicken fingers. Okay, that's true. Yeah. How many desserts did you get? Two. What I got about- creme brulee for me and butter cake for you. And then what about when we went to Cheesecake Factory? What? Well, Cheesecake Factory, we both ordered a lot of food. We both ordered yeah, a lot of food. Yeah, we were hungry. I ordered the avocado egg rolls. Okay. And I ordered the crab dip, which sucked. It did suck. That sucked. And then what'd you get for your entree? The combination chicken and steak, Diane, and then- <laughs> which was nothing. It was a piece of chicken and, and I, they gave you half of and the steak you, tidlets, medallions. I did not even take a morsel of that. You, you didn't eat it, but I gave it to you. I didn't, I didn't take it back. And then you ran to the bathroom and took like a nine hour shit. No, not there. Not there when I got home. Like I said, the stuff, it goes right through me, dude, whatever it is. But I, I, I feel better, so I know it's working as far as the gut health is concerned. I'm happy that you yeah. found something that makes yeah. you I'm ha- I am too. Just don't walk behind me, man. If we're out in public, and if, and if it looks like I'm leaving a restaurant, then you should probably get in front of me. I just think I'll dine separately from now on. That works too. Um, it's good to be back. I definitely feel like, you know, I've went back into workflow I went back into my routine, except working out. Haven't done that yet. I got to admit, I kind of took like a week off since you've been back just to kind of catch my breath a little bit. But yeah, Monday, I need to hit the ground running. I mean, I went to the gym Monday and Tuesday, but then I fell off the latter part of the week. I got to get back into the groove of it next week. Amazing. You know what I noticed is that people think that waking up as early as you and I do is crazy, but I can't imagine how people can function if they don't wake up that early. Because if you're going to exercise, when do you want to show up to work? Because yesterday you had to drop off my mom. And I was like, well, I get home from drop off. By the time I check my watch and I've taken Toya out for a quick, quick potty, it's 9 a.m. I woke up extra early. I had was already looking fire in my outfit. But that's a rarity to be like showered, dressed, Kids dropped off, everything, the dog, everything is taken care of. Your morning routine is taken care of. You answered your emails. You're ready to go to work at nine o'clock in the morning. Like then you had to take my mom home, which meant that you couldn't start your day until like 1145. And then it was time to pick up champs. Yeah. I mean, how do people function if they don't wake up early? That's why you need to read uh, Miracle Morning, man, because it, you need to get up earlier. It's, order, I have it right here. In order to get more productive in life, you need to get up earlier. Or you could be a night person, but I, I've, I find very rare that that person, you know, is able to be productive, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, musicians or whatever. Yeah, the day starts that's, di- at, yeah. that's different. That's yeah. different. But I'm talking about person that works in the name, of, you know, the normal confines of what a regular right. person's life is. Right. It's very difficult for me to hear that. Now, you know, you might be getting two projects going, so you might work all day and then get some work done at night. I get it, but I just feel like your day. It's much easier to get in the swing of things if you get up early. Plus, it, like one of my on my best days. After Shams goes to bed 
and you watch your TV that you like to watch. And if I'm not going to watch what you're going to watch and I go talk to cousin Ziba, then I'll do like 30 minutes at the end of the night of like cleaning up, like where I'll like organize like some of my Amazon stuff or like laundry or like kitchen. And then I wake, wake up and the sink is empty. Like that's a big win for me in life. Waking up to an empty sink. It's like, I fucking struck the lot. Yeah. But see, I see it the other way. Like I'd rather clean the sink in the morning. Like that's the one I get back from the gym. That's something I'll do. Like I'll do that straighten up that you're talking about. I'll do that in the morning. But it's, Which is fine. Yeah, it, it, it still gets done. I, whatever it is, I just feel like going back to your point, because you're right. Like if you just, if you let the day take over you, uh-huh. then you just feel like you're playing catch up all fucking right. day long. And it's it, it, like, even if you got everything done, mm-hmm. it's a, amount of stress right. that your day was compared to that if you got up and you paced it out and you did everything. Right. You still got the same things done, but there's something to be said to being being able to do it without your hair on fire because then you always feel like you're forgetting something or you didn't do something or you didn't do it that you gave it your best. Right. You know what I mean? So Because when it's it's your own personal version of what's working, like if you, so there's two things I want to say. Number one, I wake up sometimes so early, obviously you know this. I'm like, wait, if it's only five should I just like lay here and like stretch my back a little longer? Should I check my, like clean out my email inbox and see if there's anything? Or sometimes I burn that 5 a.m. time. I don't get my day started. And then I am running around like my hair's on yep. fire. And I'm just like, fuck. For sure. But the thing is, the sun doesn't rise until six something. If the sun was up at five, I would be out the house walking Toya at five, but because it's dark as fuck, I don't want to walk her at five o'clock in the morning and the boogeyman's going to get me, Yeah, you know, I don't know what the fuck's out there in pitch black, but I'm awake. I could be up, but I can't like open up all my fashion Nova parcels. It's going to disturb your sleep. It's going to be too loud. So you have to do something that's efficient. But like you said, be in the flow that's ahead of the game for you. So I got to take care of Darth Vader's cat. And when our cat's healthy, she's happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when she is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. You know, most litter, when you use it, smells like litter. It might not smell as bad as poop, but it's not smelling like roses either. This Pretty Litter, it makes a huge difference. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes color to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Listen, I know cats got nine lives, but you don't have to worry about whether or not your cat is healthy. And the fact that you have these crystals that will change color to kind of give you a heads up really is a peace of mind for my wife and especially my mother-in-law. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. I never run out of it, and I don't have to use a huge container of litter taking up space and stinking up everywhere in my place. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash the dirt and use code the dirt 
to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash the dirt, code the dirt to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash the dirt, code the dirt. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Speaking of driving your mother home, and I knew I was going to be in for it when I did. It's Friday afternoon and, you know, whatever. But, I, I, you know, I'd rather drive her home than stick her in an Uber. She feels a little bit more appreciated, I guess. But I also wanted to talk to her because you two have been beefing a lot. And I'm not going to stop beefing with her. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And even before you went away, you know, and then you came back and it's more I'm not beef. saying that I don't, I'm not going to, I didn't mean that. I'll clarify that later. You guys have been fighting a lot. Uh, I know part of you just doesn't want to deal with this type of thing anymore. You had a bell go off in your head and said, you're not going to, which is fine. Totally understandable. But I, uh, I'm not, I'm not capable of verbal abuse. Go on. But I had, to, I had to let her know because right away, first of all, she's bracing me for it. Like she's following me around like a little kid while I'm trying to get whatever work I can get done before I know I'm going to have to spend, like yesterday it was four hours between driving her there, dropping her off, the traffic coming home. I had a couple of stops I had to make on the way home. It was four hours we were in the car. Shams took a two hour nap. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot, but like I had to get some shit done before I went on that excursion and she was dying to vent to me about you, which is really just her knocking you and putting you down. She does this, she does this, whatever. In the car. What'd she say? No, she was ready just to, so MJ was, and, and, and you know, I don't care about the semantics. I don't care. What I do care about is that I have a little kid that now is at an age where he knows what the hell is going on. And I don't have, you know, my mom's dead. Father's not in the picture. Your father's not here. The only grandparent we have, you know, the boots on the ground. I'm not talking about Terry and Richie. They're great, but they're in New York. She's here. God, I wish we lived closer to them. She's here. She comes by. She hangs out a lot, you know. And, and by the way, she comes here from Beverly Hills, which I then go and pick her up and drive her in. And then it's automatically assumed that she's going to be here for a week and that in and of itself, when she got mad at me yesterday, I was like, why do we ever let her stay longer than one night? Like, that's one of the problems. If she wants to come over, she needs to handle her transportation because it is not acceptable. You can either drive, take the surface streets. No, see, I disagree. I think the problem is that she's a bitch. If she was very easygoing, yeah, of course, you, that's no the problem. problem. Let me go pick her up. She's not. So then, it, so then it becomes these, you yeah. know, contingencies. Which you know, like I, like you said, she was supposed to come over for a few days, turn into a crazy fight. So she's only here at night, and she turns into a child. Whatever. Long story short, in the car ride, I let her know because she was ready to start. She sounds like a kid, dude, like a little kid. She's ready to tell me all the things that you did to make it. And I'm like, listen, lady, because he's sitting next to her. And I'm like, you got, you know, you're not going to be here forever. And this kid, what do you want his memories of you to be? You know, because he's going to have memories. He's old enough now to have them. And right now you come over and you fight with his mother and you scream at each other in a language he doesn't understand. Everybody gets upset and then you go home. Do you think he wants you to come hang out? And she was, oh, I'm like, so, you know, what, what are we doing here, lady? There's no, re she's old enough to not give a shit. You know how many old people get to that point that they don't give a shit? That's what the golden years are all yeah, about. and she gives way too much a shit about stuff that doesn't matter. Little minute stuff like that freaks her out. She's also fueled by, I'm just going to say the word, 
ignorance and misinformation. Yes. She fuels herself with a lack of knowledge, a laziness about doing the research. And if you know me, you know, I don't publicly or privately call my mom lazy. Yeah. I am not saying that she was lazy in her no, job. No, she went to work every day, bust she, her ass, but she's very absolutely. lazy. And when if- it comes to accusing in an abusive manner me of things, when, if it bothers you that much to the point that you have to become hysterical, then call a professional that is going to be either a lawyer or an accountant or a tax guy or a CPA or a trust attorney or a plumber or a furniture manufacturer. Anything that is a an element, an arm and a leg of what is vexing you, call the right person if you're not going to believe me. You took the words out of my mouth. You hit the nail on the head already that she's capable, dude. Like, if I want to know about the guy Austin Butler that was in fucking Elvis, she could tell me every fucking thing about him. Because why? She did the Googled research. It. She yeah. Googled. She did the research. She looked it up. And I'm talking everything, like who, what his favorite color is. And, you know, the first time he jerked off, she could tell me <laughs> fucking everything, dude. Yeah. But, like, if she has something that that's really not that difficult, it's a couple of Google searches, she doesn't do it because, as you said, she's already made up her mind so once she makes up her mind on something like that she doesn't want to be proven wrong because then it almost shows an ignorance you know what i mean she'd rather fight you to the death on it die on a hill about it and you know that's like her thing is being hysterical like it's her thing you know what i mean is to get crazy and that's right there is why i'm done yeah, because i, I don't want to sit there and be like well you know my mom is sick. She'd rather yell at me about something that has nothing to do with me. She could be yelling at me like a schizophrenic wants to yell at a telephone pole. Like Sebastian Maniscalco, right? He made the movie for my father with Robert De Niro, saw it on the plane. It was so funny and I recommend it. It's cute. They say like one of the things was when my dad and I would take me out to dinner, we weren't allowed to order drinks appetizers or dessert. You could just get an entree because we get the restaurant experience. We do it on a budget. He's a hardworking, self-made Sicilian immigrant to America and he's, you know, successful, but we don't go all out. You know, it's a win-win. So a lot of the humor of life with immigrants and immigrant parents or people who were self-made or who didn't have a lot, you know, or had to, or like have this mentality that she doesn't arm herself like when she gets a letter in the mail that scares her, she doesn't see herself as being powerful enough to lawyer up and fight it. Yeah. She cows down to it and thinks it's the end of the world, but she'll take it out on me. It's my fault. Uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. So first of all, the letter that she got that started this had nothing to do with it not being her. It was her fault. It wasn't anybody's. Nothing to do with her. Not my fault. No. No neglect, no negligence, no irresponsibility. No one's doing shit. So when they say knowledge is power, whoever the fuck said that first, it's so corny, but like it is. And I just can't get over the fact that I figured this out when my mom and Shams were in, we were in the kitchen and they were both talking to me at the same time. And you know how it is. 
Oh, that was yesterday driving her home. Dude, he's telling me a story, and she fucking is talking right through him. For a lady that's the age that she's at, she is very, very, very immature, dude. She's very much like a child in a lot of ways. And you could tell that she was the baby. Yes. Like, you could tell. She like, I didn't baby. know that always. And now I could tell that she was the baby. And I guess having him helped it, too, for me to recognize it. But you could tell. she has, Like how that works. Yeah. She's very much like, the attention's on me, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you could tell she wanted to judo chop him in the throat yesterday because he was talking about nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, you know. But she wanted to get what she had to say out, which was nonsense, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's, Well, it's way more not Like, let the child speak yeah absolutely he's talking like and, but that's exactly the point that i was trying to get across to her was just that you you love this kid i know how much she loves him and Embr- lean in dude embrace it totally. you know what i'm saying we're in a car ride with the kid we're gonna be in the car for an hour he's gonna tell you about the things he sees outside he wants to tell a story let's not use this time to bitch about what mj didn't do with a stupid letter or like that meant nothing you know what i mean that literally meant nothing she allowed it to not only ruin the, the, the two of you's experience together this Completely. time totally ruined I it. Mark my words. I'll see her at Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, that's it. I allowed it. To, to, that's a. It's a wrap for me and her. I would much rather. It's been a minute, right? I'd much rather go to New York for Thanksgiving and hang out with the McGuire's and eat and hang out, see all my friends, and do that for Thanksgiving because we haven't. We've done Christmases, but we've never done a Thanksgiving back there. Okay. But in my mind, I'm like, I can't do that because then what's Vita gonna do? She's not gonna have anywhere to go. I've, that's how I lived my life. I'm I, an I, I only child. It. I get it. No, but what I'm saying is like. We bend over and we do all this for this lady I'll that's tell you fucking you not did. appreciative and gets very bitchy when she doesn't have to be. Because that, that was the conversation I had. I said, you know, you're a fun lady. When you want to be fun grandma, you're fun grandma and this kid can't wait to see you. But when you're not, you're like the total other end of the spectrum. And he's like, yo, get this lady the fuck out of here. Do you want that? You know? Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, there's no show. There's no show pitch. Like, tell Lauren... <laughs> Like, there's no fucking show with my mom because she hasn't been fun yeah. in a long fucking time. That, you wanna, that, she I hasn't. told her that, too. I told her that, too. I said that, you know, that I... There's the no show fucking I, show. I said the show that I pitched that they loved was, you know, us moving in together. And you're the but you're least fun, cool person. Yeah, right now, you're not. You know what I mean? We're and not, you're not even, like, this trip, when I picked her up, she was sweet enough to ask me about my trip and ask me in a very sincere way, like, tell me about this, ask specific questions. We're driving home. Okay, great. But now we're back. Not to interrupt you, but let's call the spade a spade and really set the stage. Prior to that, you guys hadn't really spoke. At all. At all. Because she didn't call you for your birthday. And then she fucking was a cunt to you. I hate to use that word, but she was. She was a see you next Tuesday for the, for like literally until you left, that she didn't even know you left. She didn't know anything about that. Like when I told her, it was like, oh, you know, I I didn't know that. I didn't know that you told her nothing about it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like she was like, what? what?" So... She's smart enough. She's not a dumb woman. So That's I don't, what I told her yesterday. Yes, I don't like. I don't like to portray the shit that she's dumb and she's. Vita's Absolutely one of the smartest not. women I know, and she knows a lot about life. So that's why it pisses me off more because I yeah. know how smart you are. Exactly. If you were ignorant, that's ignorance, and there's nothing that we could do totally. about. Totally, can't cure stupid, right? She's yes. not stupid. She chooses to be stupid in different para- like in different things, or just 
you know, devoid of information or trying to find out because she'd rather fight about it. You know what I mean? She'd rather just be right and say, oh, look, I'm just stupid because she doesn't even know. And she does. And you're right. You know what I mean? Right now, that wouldn't be a fun show. It wouldn't no. be, you know, it wouldn't she be. She needs a- to get fucking laid, dude. Here's the thing. Yeah, too. She definitely could use a companion. She needs a dog. She needs lunch dates. Yes. She needs a gay. She for sure yeah, needs would, a, a sassy help. young gay guy. That would help. Right now. She's got hags around her, like these lame, bad energy neighbors that need to be handled. But she's also had confrontations with a lot and, of the other neighbors that, you know what I mean? Well, so people don't want to deal with her. No, I th- the, the confrontations are from like, there's some bad seeds in 100%, the building. percent. I'm not saying so. That's one of the other reasons the I want problem. to get her out of the building. You know? So yesterday, this way it went down. Me and her and Shams were talking and it's like, when you have a kid... And I don't know. It's so weird. Like if your kid comes up to you and wants to tell you something, like I get it. You have to like give them eye contact, kneel down to their level and say like, what you have to say is very important. Let me finish up this grown up conversation and hopefully they'll listen. Yeah. But, but um, you have to do that too because they have, have to, to know that sometimes press, you know, what's going on around them is more important than what's going on with them. Right. You know, and exactly. I was working on Shams' homework because he's learning his ABCs, guys, and his one, two, threes, and he's learning to write. And we're sitting at the table. My mom's on the couch right here. And she was like, oh, 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 I got very disturbing letter. And I was like, if you're going to tell me I got a very disturbing letter, then of course I'm going to be like, then show me. Because she was like, no, 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 I wait until you finish. Yeah, but it's, no, it's, 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 listen, you were gone when she came. I brought her over here. Same, same fucking scenario, dude. I'm doing, but it was here at this table. I'm doing the homework with him. And she's just this, like, oh, and I have to worry about the building. And, and I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing work, homework with my kid. When this is over, if you want to have a conversation or whatnot, we can have that conversation. Stop interfucking me when I'm trying to. And then she'd be like, oh, no, it's okay. We'll do it when you're done. It's like, yeah, I can't do it when I'm done because you keep talking to me. It's like, obviously, if you say to me, like, if I have something terrible to tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I'm like, okay, mommy, whatever it is. Now, the letter was nothing. Yeah. But she is upset and she has a right to be upset. Until she finds out what to do, but she doesn't have the right to become psychotically abusive toward me. Yes, And that's where it starts and ends. So I was like, you know what, mom? This building is causing emotional distress for you. It is harassment. I know that, like, I've watched Judge Judy. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's like has to be seventy nine times a minute. Yeah. It counts as harassment, and, and not just that. We're not there. There's so they, a, they, they, they like she's become a punching bag in a lot of ways there because you. It's elder abuse. Yes. No. We have three units in the building, so that's a lot. And right? hold on, there's another building that I'm representing in West Hollywood that has the same thing happening where there is some terrible person who's power control president of their board and is harassing people 
and targeting women and elderly yeah. in a building. Because it's easy to where pick people, on them. Of course. They're on a fixed income. They don't know a lot. They're not tech savvy. I, that same dude. They're I being t- bullied. I told him I'd drag him out of the meeting the last time and I'll kick the shit out of him. Well, it, I kind of wish yeah. that old Tommy would resurface sometimes. I don't, like I said, I'm on probation. Well, I don't think I'm on probation anymore. But like, you, he would definitely not talk to her or treat her the way that she does you if need I lived to, in that building still. You need to know one thing. Yeah. All the things that right now are running through your mind, things that you think that you can't do anymore because you're a grown man. Yeah. He is doing that to people in the building every day. Yeah. Illegal things, allegedly, he's doing them every day. Now, my mom needs to, I told her, I go, just come sell your condo. Yeah. Put the money into another condo. You don't have to pay any taxes on it when you reinvest yeah. it into another place come live two minutes away from us yeah. there's a pl- plenty of places yeah. you know and you guys we have a big announcement to make tommy and i are members of the calabasas chamber of commerce uh-huh. now <laughs> <laughs> yeah big announcement major news <laughs> and yeah we learn a lot of things about the community it's a beautiful place and come but, join us but mom. not just that you know she, the kids only got one grandparent you know what I mean and it's hers so like she needs to be a lot more grandmotherly and a part of that is being around but at the same point when she comes around it's been nothing but eye gouging finger scratching and like you know what I mean it's just been a knockdown fights that's not good either so when I told her I like, was like just sell out. the building she was like I don't that, that, that takes two years. And I was like, okay. So like my heart starts palpitating. For whatever reason, she just doesn't like you. <laughs> like she doesn't like you or listen to you. Right. Because when I tell her the same shit, I told her the same thing you did. And for her, it was like, oh, okay, then let's do that. You know, bringing so- it back to I told you you're the patriarch. I love and I told you so moment. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think it's the patriarch aspect. I think that it's just you. I for whatever reason, if it's coming from you, she doubts whatever you say. Listen, when I was 18 years old, she shouldn't have believed anything. When I was a teenager, I would say anything to her just to shut her up. Yeah. I would not open my mail. My dad was in charge. Yeah. So my dad would, and I would 100% tell her like, yeah, 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 don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. And that was the silly thing is that she's, she would say like, I never should have bought this condo. It's Shams's fault. I'm like, you wouldn't have a penny to your name yeah. if my dad didn't tell you to get one condo because he got them all plus the ones that are on the East Coast. Yeah. So it's not as simple as she doesn't love me because- she does know when to be proud of me. She just can't handle bureaucracy. She can't handle a letter from the DMV. Um, another thing, you guys, since we were talking about like the relationship stuff, another thing that's funny is that, you know, like all this like vows and like relationship, you were talking about something Dr. Donna was talking about. You guys check out her dialing Dr. Donna. It's so funny. You said divorce is filed majority of the time by the woman. Almost always almost always filed by the woman. And the divorce rate between lesbians is like 80%. And I promise you the number's higher for who wants to get married in the first place. I promise who? you that the woman is oh. always the one that wants to get married. Okay. It's always her. 
Maybe there's few. I'm not picture painting with a broad brush. There are definitely ones. No, I'm good. I don't want to hear that. Or get in my DMs that I never want to get. Fine, great. I'm talking. I'm painting the. I'm painting with the brush to, you know, everyone. The vast majority of the people out there getting married, it's the women out there that are pushing for it. Well, let me and tell then you. And once they get it, they're the ones that decide this isn't working, and they quit want to break up. And then same thing goes true with lesbian couples, so you know that it's it's you guys. And then I there's a, there's another percentage that once they do do that, that once they do get married, down the road they regret it. They wish, or after they got divorced, I should say. Once they get divorced, they do regret it and they wish they, they could go back. So reason I brought it up is that Dr. Donna and you were talking about the same thing this week. Mm. Yes, statistically, women file for divorce more than men. And statistically, people looking back wish that they would have worked harder to fix marriage number one. Because if you don't go into therapy after your divorce, you're likely, not likely, you're going to repeat all of the same mistakes in your behavior that had to do with your participation in the mistakes that led to the demise of the relationship. That was all you. You're going to do that again and again. Yeah. Yeah. And did you know that second divorce has an even higher divorce rate? Once you rip the cord once, it becomes real easy to do it over and over. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'll give someone a second marriage. Like, for whatever reason, it might not have worked the first time. Maybe he was an asshole. Maybe she was an asshole. Maybe he cheated, hit you. Or maybe she cheated, whatever. So I'll give you the second. But when you start talking third, fourth marriages, dude, like, like the, sorry. I'm, don't invite me. Patricia Altschul said... To Madison, she was like, sorry, I couldn't make it to your wedding. I'll come to the next one. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's Hilarious. So cute. Hilarious. Um, okay, what point are we in? Can we we're at keep 40, going? Yeah, we're at 44 minutes, so. All right, well, listen, it's so it's good to be back. I feel like I'm in the swing of things. I haven't started working out yet, but I am hitting it hard. I have like almost 10 clients, like five, six, seven, eight actively hustling. And I think like, honestly, today being like wifey day Saturday, we could do whatever I want, right? Saturday? Whatever you, whatever you want. I'm thinking something in the sun by a pool laying out. Sounds terrible. Well, it's relaxing, you know? I don't find it to be, <laughs> but teach their own. You could just read a book in the, yeah. why don't you just read a book in, under an umbrella? Oh. Is that I, terrible? You love to read. Yeah, but I don't. I like to read at a desk because I highlight. Because I don't. I don't read fiction. I stopped reading fake. You know, a few years ago, I only mm. read stuff that like I could use to my benefit. Fiction, you could sit by on, under a uh, under a you know by the pool and read. Okay, for sure. Well, but I read like you. You. I you highlight and I, stuff. Make you and notes. I will lounge today. Whatever. Okay. And if that doesn't, whatever is an indifferent word, don't use an indifferent word. Well, I, if you ask me if that would be my choice, no, it would definitely it's not, not be. your choice. It's my choice. Okay. And you so should whatever. be positive about it. Okay. Why? Yeah. What do you want to do? Go do like mountain, Magic Mountain? Yeah, I would love to go to Magic Mountain today. You don't have for the energy. Ho- for, you want to bet? For, ho- for Halloween? You want to laugh? You want to no, laugh? I want to laugh. Okay. What's, that, what's that screen? Just hit that button. This one. This is Daily Ticket Haunted St. Yeah, cute. Is that, does that mean something you were doing recently? That's what I was looking at this morning. Aw. So. Well, why don't you share that? I just did. 
I was looking at Magic Mountain passes today, so it's funny that she said that. But that's the type of shit I like to do. Well, I will say this. It's a good time to be in the real estate business. I feel so overwhelmed. Even with the interest rate? 8%. Yes. If you guys have a lot of down payment, it is your time to swoop in. It's a buyer's market. You're going to get a good price. The prices are, you know, leveling off. And, you know, eventually the, the rates are going to go down. You're going to refi. So, you know, even if you're paying a little bit more right now, a t I mean, in rates, you just trust me. Trust me. Right. I'm the deal queen. All right. It's going to be awesome. But I'm excited to get the work stuff out of the way so that we can have a quality time Saturday. Ooh. And listen, I'm speaking this, I'm manifesting this. There is a demand for us to add more episodes per week. I would love to do that. I'm so excited about life. I feel like I just got off of this, like came from like a different planet and I'm getting, you know, acclimated to my new, my, my old life from my former life. It's nice to be back. Well, it's nice to have you back. We missed you. And uh, I know the Dirties missed you too. And next week we'll talk about the scuffles that we've gotten into since we've been back. Oh, that sounds great. The lovers quarrels. That sounds fantastic. All right, guys. Thank you for everything. It's lit up in that cameo. I'm going to start to um, reactivate my posh page. And then we could start getting into BravoCon stuff, you guys. It's going to be lit. Oh, I also want to thank uh, everybody that reached out about the episodes. But uh, I actually, one of our dirties gave me a great recommendation for the books, something apparently Andy Cohen does where he has a deal with there's a local bookstore and he just will go in and sign books from time to time. And then if people want to buy his book, he just directs them to that website. I think I'm going to do the same thing. I actually think I have a place, uh, the juvenile shop, shout out to the juvenile shop and Lauren. Whoop, whoop. I think that we're going to do it with them. So I'll keep you guys posted. You know, yeah, that's, that's I'll it get, for me. Like, I'll get all the homies to show up for that. Well, look at that. Look at that. All the homies will be there. Like the, the chumps, everyone. All right, great. All right, kiddos, time to go have some one-on-one -on -one time with my husband. Have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.